Welcome to the Live Veiled Podcast, a space where we can find solace, encouragement, and a sense of community. Of course, I'm your host, Liv. Grab your favorite beverage, find a cozy spot, and let's hang. Today we have not just one, but two amazing couples joining us for a very fun episode in celebration of Valentine's Day. Welcome, guys. Have you guys here with us today. Thank you for having us. Okay. <laughs> Happy to be here. Come on, Corey. I don't get you. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, we're just going to go ahead and introduce the couples. Um, so first up, we have the Michaels. Hey, guys. It's Corey and Carly. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have the Vadens. Hey now. What's going on? I'm BJ. I'm Tequila. Welcome, guys. And what's your name? Michael. (laughs) Michael what? Oh, babe, we're the Facundos. We are the Facundos. The Facundos. I'm Liv. And my name's Mike. Great. Happy to Happy Valentine's Day. Y'all live together. Yes, I agree. Yes. Yes. Welcome, everyone. Okay, so we are going to just play a fun game. Um, As many of you probably have already noticed, this is a very different episode. The format's a little different. We're just here to have fun and talk about love and just enjoy each other's company. So this will be fun. So we're going to just do a quick icebreaker game um, to kick things off. Let's play a little game called Love Story Trivia. It's where each couple will take turns answering questions about their partner's quirks, favorite memories, and maybe a few embarrassing moments. So just get ready to have fun and laugh and oh my. <laughs> with all the odds. <laughs> okay, so favorite memory of... Um, when you became a mom. So, Corey, tell me your favorite memory of when Carly became a mom. Um, I think my favorite memory was... So, when we had Hudson, we ended up being in the hospital for, like, almost a week. Um, so, a few days before and then a few days after. Um, and I still remember once we finally got out of the hospital and got to take him home. Um, you know, we would had people helping this whole time. And then we carry him into our house and like look at each other and it's like, now what? Um, so it was just like this awkward like realization, like, oh man, like he's ours now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was just the fun times of getting home and realizing that you have a child now. I think we like put him in the stroller and like just yeah, sat him in the house. like asleep and I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> This stroller has like a bassinet. We're like, okay, like this is cool. Like you just lay here. You hang out for a while, little man. Uh, I didn't know that, um, that was part of your story. Oh yeah, being in like the hospital. Yeah, another podcast. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Pastor <clears throat> give us your best impression of tequila when y'all first met. Like, tell us how that whole. Interaction happened. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, thank you for asking this question. <laughs> oh, man. Hi, your name's Tequila, is it? My name is BJ. Hi. And then she walked off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Corey, what was your favorite memory of 
Okay, tell us your impression. After that whole scenario happened, then what? I was like, forget you then. <laughs> yes, he did. Bye. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I almost got kicked out the queue. I almost got kicked out of the line of ladies waiting for BJ, okay? I almost got kicked out. <laughs> Pull it together. They're still waiting. So what had happened was she came to the church that I was going to at the time, and it was a thing that was set up by some mutual friends of ours. So I knew that she was coming to meet me. Like, that was her whole purpose for coming there. So for her to... Just like what it seemed like just to brush me off. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, all right, bye. No. And keep it pushing. Don't say amen to that. Don't say amen to that. We made it. Yeah, I redeemed myself some sort of way. <laughs> Carly, tell us of some hidden talents, maybe quirks of stories. <laughs> quirks. Um, uh, let's see. I think he is secretly very funny and people don't really know that until they start talking to him. But his one liars are what got me interested in him at first. He would just like not speak very much. But then when he spoke, it was like, oh, he's hilarious. (laughs) Corey, give us some of those one liners. (laughs) (laughs) you gotta catch him off guard yeah it's it's gonna have to he was the same way yeah it's like the the silent humor i think was it's the unexpected humor yes coming out of this quiet person because that's the way he is too like he'll have me in stitches and my family doesn't think he's funny but because he that they don't because they just they don't know but i'm like no he is hilarious he has and they're just like he's just sitting there yeah It just comes out in these all of a sudden's, you know? Yes, that's exactly right. Okay, so this one's for you, Tequila. Tell us of an embarrassing story, maybe in the first couple months, maybe first year. Oh, oh I'm like... Funny or embarrassing. <laughs> okay, okay, does it have to be when we're married? Because honestly, the embarrassing things happened before we got married. I will give you my embarrassing moment, and I know you know exactly what I'm going to say. So... Basically, he does. He does. He knows the story well. So um, he was just like, okay, why don't you give me a call? Right. And I said, <laughs> and I said, I don't know your number. Immediately followed that was his phone number. Now, <clears throat> so I said, I don't know your number. And then I said his number. So it's just like, I don't know your number. Three, four, four, blah, 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 blah. That is hilarious. So I indeed knew his number, the embarrassment of it all. And he's just looking at me like, really? This whole thing was a mess from the beginning. It was, I'm telling you, I was a struggle bus, okay? I was a struggle bus. I, my, but it, to my, in my defense, okay, I, I was so, he made me so nervous. I mean, he's like humongous, right? He's this big, tall, and he's like a whole man, right? <laughs> he's a whole man and a half, right? And so he made me so nervous. You know, I'm like 23. He's like 27. <laughs> or 26. Were you 26? 27. Just turned 27. Grown man, right? And so I was so intimidated, right? And so nervous. So everything I did was just an embarrassing Silent. wreck. 
legit sideways for a very long time. So, but that is the one that I know he would remember well as. <laughs> I forgot to actually even ask in y'all's introduction. Tell us how long you've been married. Uh, we've been married for 25, 25 years. years. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Just, together. Just over 10. 10. Okay. Four, going on five. Okay. okay. <laughs> He's like, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, so let's talk about some Valentine's Day traditions. What are some or any special traditions <clears throat> you guys do to make the day memorable? We've never gone out for Valentine's Day, even when we, when we were dating. We never went out. When we were dating, his parents have a river house, and so we would go over there and he would cook. The only thing... To this day, that I know he knows how to cook, which is chicken casserole. <laughs> so we did that for, I guess, years. Yeah, for years. Yeah. Ch- chicken casserole and chocolate covered strawberries. Okay. okay. That. All right. Yeah. I like that. We did that when we did it. We haven't done that in a while. Now it's like, hey, I'm leaving work. Let's get some bento. <laughs> yeah. Something. So something. So we do something where. We go out the day before Valentine's Day. So it started as kind of a thing where so many people are out on Valentine's and restaurants are crowded and all that kind of stuff. So it was more like a practical thing. But now we just make it our own special day. So we call it a Valentine's Day. So we'll do all the stuff that we do on Valentine's. We just do it the day before. So that's that's our day. Do you want to tell them about a Valentine's date that we had planned? Couple years ago, or should I tell? I, don't, I can't remember which one it was. Go ahead. I'll tell you all this story. Tell the story. Oh my gosh. Can't remember which so, one. <coughs> couple, so I'm somebody that like I hate like a, a mundane date night, especially on Valentine's Day. I'm like everybody goes out to dinner. Right. <laughs> please don't like. I like to change it up. Like let's do something fun. Let's do something different across the board, not just Valentine's Day. And so, anyways, for Valentine's Day a couple years ago, I was like I want to. Do something special for him. So went on Groupon. Found oh, this, um, I, I, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, I found this <laughs> this um, little um, coupon thingy where you can uh, drive the plane. And so I bought it. I was so excited. Granted, he's never been on a plane before, and I didn't even take that into consideration. <laughs> wow. So after church, never flew life. we go yeah. to Blue Agave to have lunch. So good. We had Mexican food. And I'll never go back to that place. Before. <laughs> <laughs> because, because of this. Yeah. Because of this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, granted, I hadn't told him for a long time what this date was. And every time it was time to go, the weather was bad. So they're like, you guys can't come, whatever. So the day comes, and I'm hyping him up. I'm like, oh, I got you this thing where you're going to bungee jump. And he's like sweating in the car, like freaking out. So they call me while I'm in the car, and they're like, oh, just so you know, it's windy, so, you know, the flight might be a little choppy or whatever. And so I kind of make the mistake, and I, I said something. He's like, we're going on a plane? And I was like, yeah, you're going to go bungee jumping. And he's like, are you for real? You mean skydiving? Or skydiving So they pull up, and I'm like, oh, babe, I'm just kidding. Like, you're going to be flying a plane. Like, you'll be in the pilot seat. The pilot will be there. They'll take off, and then you'll take over. So I'm thinking, oh, that's better than... Jumping out of the <clears throat> he's fine. 
So we, we get inside and they go, does anybody need like sickness pill or whatever? Yeah. And so I've been on a plane before, so I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, no, no, we're good. So we go, they inspect the plane with us, everything. Everything's going great. We get in, we start taking off. I'm in the back freaking out too because this thing is so small and like you literally see everything. So I'm holding on. The wind is like choppy and I'm like, literally I'm going to die. Well, anyways, this dude is in the front and the guy's like, well, whenever you feel comfortable, let me know and like you can start driving. He's like, okay. So we start heading over to the stadium. Like never. <laughs> the guy's like, all right, um, you know, you can take over whenever. And he's like, no, I'm good. He's like, okay, well, let me know when you want to turn around. He's like, all right, dude. So literally maybe a minute later, he's like, I'm sorry. Do you think that we can turn the plane around? <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, man, I got you, bro. Maybe 20 seconds and you hear in the mic. (laughs) (laughs) This man threw up everywhere. The guy like pops the plane. He was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was everywhere. It was like all over the cockpit. Park the plane right. He's like, please get out. (laughs) (laughs) He drove home. He like stripped in the parking lot down to his boxers. He drove home and I also have this like nervous laughing and I laugh the entire time. No sympathy, man. I'm so sorry that you don't tell you or what to do, but just laugh. So that was probably the worst. That yeah, and that was that was here in, in Gainesville. It's so like our first, I think, one of the first years at DCC actually. <laughs> I think we've only been here for like a couple months attending. I think, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a crazy Valentine's Day. I never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. He said, "We're not doing that again." Or yeah. never. Uh, never. Is that what has been the worst date you've had? I don't know. I'll tell you our first date after we had Hudson. So Corey's really like we're not great at like consistent date nights. We need to be better, but Corey's really good about like surprise date nights. Like we're going somewhere in two weeks, and then he's like, "End on February twenty fifth. Don't plan anything." I'm like, of course, I'm trying to figure out what it is. But <clears throat> anyways, our first date really post Hudson, we went out of town for like a day. He's like, "Do you think you're you'd be okay to like go out of town for one day?" You know, four like, this was like four months after we had Hudson, and I was like, "I mean, sure." So we did. He was like, took me to this concert in Jacksonville, whatever. Well, it was, everything was fine. Of course, I was like a nervous wreck the whole time. But Hudson would not take a bottle. So our, our babysitters, which was thankfully my mom and sister, had to feed him with a syringe. Because homeboy would drink nothing. Oh. And so the whole time, I'm like, our baby. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm trying to be like, this is so great. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, I'm like staring at the monitor, you know. Is he gonna starve? Like, what is that? Of course, He's it was fine. like literally one night. Like, it was fine. He's fine. But yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, I just need to be at home. Yeah, I need to go back home. Something's wrong. It's all wrong. Um, do you know, think, can you think of a bad date? So I'll tell you, <clears throat> this was the most awkward date. I'll give you that was our first date. Okay. So our first date, we went to, we met at Shoney's. (laughs) Shoney's is a big deal in Charleston. Okay. (laughs) Shoney's is a big deal in Charleston, West Virginia. Okay. At least it used to be, it was a very big deal. And 
the reason that it was awkward, this was like our first time, like really being together alone. Okay. Um, because we met at church and it's like a whole bunch of people and that's, you know, but now it's like our first date, like just, it's just me and him. But what was, what was the most cringy about it for me is that I be, when I get nervous, it's the bubble guts. Okay. It's bad. And I was so nervous and I had the bubble guts all morning long in anticipation. Okay. Of this date. So when we get there, he's like at the salad bar and I'm like, the last thing I want in this situation is some salad. So I got something super bland, like some chicken tenders and like some rice. Like it was just the most blandest lunch I could come up with because I was so nervous. I'm telling you, I had me so messed up. <laughs> he said, I mean, so messed up. That would probably be the that's probably about as bad as it's going to get because we all, all, no matter what we do, we're going to have a good time. But that's just, that's. Just because that's who we are. We just gonna goof off. Yeah, like it's make the most of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have fun. Child starving, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, reminded me for awkward dates. Um, I think we had been dating for probably like a month at the time. And like I hadn't met any of her family. Oh my gosh. And so <coughs> her parents were both turning fifty, I guess. Yes, um, and so they were having this like joint birthday party for them, a bunch of friends, or probably surprise party. Like yeah, they didn't know about it. 60, 70, 80 people. Yeah, all from like their oh, Southern wow. Baptist church. Oh, like yeah. what I, what I grew and up in. And so like we drive to Orlando <laughs> and again, That's surprise the party. party and like I'm asking her, I'm like, you've like told your parents about me, right? Uh -oh. She's like, I think. <laughs> I think <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> all right. Like literally in the parking garage. Yeah, like, that's gonna be cool. Um, and so, like, this party was at like this Greek restaurant, and so like I meet her parents. Tabernacle, the same place where like everyone like gets on the tables and dances. <laughs> so like, this is my introduction to not just her, but like her parents, but the whole extended family and friends. Oh my gosh! Get on the tables together. <laughs> that sounds yeah. kind of fun, though. Like, yeah. Give me a little bit of a heads up. Yeah. I'm pretty up. sure I think my dad told my mom on the way home after that, like, we will never see him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, did you get on the tables, too? Absolutely. Oh, hey, good sport. I think I think when I met your family, going, like, going line dancing, because, like, I didn't know that, you know, that they weren't Jamaican. So, like, so she's like, yeah, you know, like, she's like, yeah, you know, we're going to go to this barn and go line dance. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't, like, I don't know if Jamaica's a line dance. It was for my mom's For your mom's 50th surprise. birthday. Oh, 50th and I, I get there and I'm like, oh, I didn't, I know your, I didn't know your family was white, bro. What? I didn't know they were white, babe. I didn't know. She's that. so confused. No, seriously, it, it, it took me by surprise. I didn't know that, this so I'm like, used to me. I, I told you this. No, you did not. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, like great, like. <laughs> like, like this makes way worse. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, this cool. works. So I, I was expecting, you know what I mean. So I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, and then 
I realized, I'm like, oh, wait, she's adopted. Dude. I said, oh, okay. That makes sense. But now it took me by surprise. I'm like, wait, like, it's just, I'm like, okay, like, cool. And yeah, so I think that was like, yeah, that was the time where I met your family and I had no idea. That was really weird. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, you know, because I, I don't know. You know, but yeah, that was my, uh, I guess my awkward, awkward time. Being I'm like, oh, this is great, yeah. All right. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, so this is pretty awkward, but I mean, it is what it is. Which one was this? Um, a couple of years ago, my parents came to visit us, and my family are very open of just about everything. Oh, I think I know what this and is. And we played this game with them. Uh, you sure you want to see? What is it called again? I, I, I will be censored. What's... <laughs> What's the name of the game? Um, Friends or foe? Friends, oh yeah. And it goes in these levels um, where it starts like nice, like it's basically do you know your friends or not? And so it starts gets... pretty chill and like yeah. if this person would this person live in the mountain or whatever. <clears throat> and so as it gets like four and five, it gets very um, mature. And we learned a lot of things that I have <laughs> never heard of before. And on top of that, that my parents were engaging in, and we were like, "Yeah, yeah, I was." Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I didn't, like I didn't see your. Like, did I not want your dad the same. Our well and out, but. Hey, okay, do you? <laughs> like, like, I think what? I think I said, okay, like, like you know, my in-laws, are they're like in their 20s, yo. Like, they're crazy, yo. <laughs> they're crazy, yo. Like, praise God, it's good. It's wild and, that's right. Keep, keep, keep <laughs> the burning, baby. Keep yeah, the burning. Yeah. That's good. Don't get any idea. Amen. He's got ideas of longevity of uh, <laughs> of a spicy marriage. Yes. <laughs> uh, that was that was a fun night. That was funny. Okay, great. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap up, and we're gonna do uh, a quick fire round of rapid romance questions. So, the maidens, who takes longer to get ready? BJ. Okay. <laughs> who said I love you first? Corey. Yeah. Who's more likely to get lost while driving? Definitely Carly. (laughs) Uh, Maiden, who's more likely to bring up a serious conversation? Me. Okay. Who's a better gift giver? Me. Who's a better gift giver? Me. I love that everyone's agreeing to this. Who's a better gift giver, babe? You are. Okay. Who said I love you first? You did. Don't lie. You were such a liar. Wait, no, oh. I because I remember texting you. Yeah. Like, yo, I love you. She was like, I love you too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, Who's more likely to bring up a serious conversation? I am. Mm. Oh, she said, "Why can't we not agree?" <laughs> Everybody else is like agreeing, agreeing. Okay. Wait, okay, I, I, I do. When you get to past ten years, you yeah, that's why. That's why. How do you resolve an argument? Forget about it. Talk about it. <laughs> I got you, bro. How do you resolve an argument? Talk about it. 
me, uh, I mean, I wait for it. I, I pause for days sometimes. And then we talk I, about it. I initiate it. I like to talk about it, but I need to, like, there's some things that I'm like, I need time to process and cool down. That's what I'm doing. See, that's what I'm doing. Process. He don't believe in that. He's just like, let's just talk about it. The problem is she doesn't have all the facts. So she's processing (laughs) things based on what she thinks happened instead of just asking questions and get clarity. And if she asks questions and gets clarity and it's what she thought, then, okay, I can understand you processing it. Right. Right. He's not wrong. He's he's not wrong. (laughs) And she's seen the benefit of that, that when we do talk about it to get clarity, we come to a resolution much more quickly. I like the resolution, but, like, if there's high emotions, at least for us, I need a moment. I just want to get it. I just want to get it out of the way. Like I'm like you, Pastor BJ. Let's just talk about it now and squash it and move forward. You know, mm-hmm. let's just forget about it. What you Um, for the ladies, make the bed or clean the toilets. Make the bed. Would I rather? Yes. Make the bed. <laughs> and the men do the dishes or fold the laundry. Fold the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I like folding the laundry. So you I do the laundry. Yeah. Uh probably laundry. laundry. Okay. What do you think, dude? For me the dishes. Dishes. I can't stand a dirty sink. I think I like the toilets better. I feel, I don't know, toilets just gross me out. So I feel like if I know I cleaned it, then I feel better. But then I also like making the bed because I don't know, there's something about making the bed in the morning. You know? It's fresh. Yeah, and like you got your life together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it happens all once a month, so that's what I'm saying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vadens, I I'm curious of this answer. What's the most roman- romantic song for you both? Oh Lord. Oh my. I thought you were gonna be ready. We have a few. Hold on. Go on, say. What? What you're thinking? You said there's a lot of them. I know. Well, the one, listen, the one that that, all, that always immediately comes to my mind is, you're going to miss my love. And now that's not a romantic song. But, okay. But for some reason that you'll never find. Oh. <laughs> oh I thought you were going to say, uh, uh, but there's, but you have a bunch of them though. Can so. you stand the rain? New edition. Oh, I don't think of that. Yeah, that is a romantic song. That's just my jam. <laughs> No, no, you no. <laughs> but he me, can lip sync it like a champion. Okay, <laughs> can you stand the rain? That is, that is the jam. But that's just my jam. But you're right though. <laughs> What's your go-to romantic movie? Romantic? We're more of a comedy kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, funny. Yeah. Throw a little romance in there. Corey right. doesn't like to be sad during movies. So no, I can either. Like the crying at the end. No. <laughs> I knew she was gonna say. I knew the notebook was gonna come up. Really? He's not. He's not gonna watch. He's not gonna watch a romantic movie with me. Uh, ours is Training Day. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's not. Don't 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 tap him on that. That is not our. That's his movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Will Ferrell has. 
Pelican Bay. I want you to give us, um, like, the. What, what am I trying to say? Hold on. Your best imitation of Carly when she wakes up in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't ask me this question. <laughs> Basketball game. He just gets up and he just makes it happen. Like he just wakes up with the drip, and I'm trying to keep up. Clean. You see them jeans and them shoes? He just. I cannot. I made a comment. I Like he just like so. The the funny thing is that when we first moved to Gainesville, we were pretty like. We we did not dress well. At least that's what we were told. That we did not dress well. And so somebody told us that we just dressed really country. Isn't that the truth? Tough crowd. Tough crowd. And so once we stepped it up, I guess like he just took off. I did not dress BJ. Okay. He buys his own things. He like picks out his own stuff and he just comes ready to roll with it every day. And he makes everything he wears look good. I do not have this gift, okay? <laughs> I do the best I can to keep up at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm just trying to keep up with him. <laughs> Michael and I are usually arguing in the closet. Listen, so. listen, listen. Uh-oh. Look at him. He's like, let me grab it. He said, let me hold this. Oops, sorry, baby. Michael. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Let me tell my side of the story first. Okay. Before I met her, everybody told me I had drift very well. Like I had good color schemes. Like I used to like <laughs> rock like the original, like like the OG Reeboks with the like dumb sole underneath. Like I'm talking about like you know you know I dress like a G. When I get with her, she's like, you know how to dress. I'm like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> I've been for almost like ten years before I met you, man. And I, I look good for I ten for ten years. <laughs> You've been dressing himself for ten years. Outfits were like three sizes bigger than his original, his true size. Because I was bigger, babe. No. <laughs> yeah, but then you want to you want to dress me where I'm like I wore a large. She's like, I'm gonna put you in a small. I'm like, what's wrong with you? A small. Your size. And I will tell him he will come out in a completely different. Okay. Like, the vibe is a button-up, you know? Exactly. Oh, no, come out with a yeah. polo yeah. and a jacket. Same old, yeah. same old. We really just need to know if it matches. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If you get done with the arguing and he finally does wear it, he'll go out and be like, oh, you look so nice, da 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 and he 
was like, oh, thank you. And then I'm like. <laughs> Taking all the credit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 well, that wraps up a fun time. <laughs> um, but before we end, do you guys have anything you'd like to share to any of the listeners for Valentine's Day for Love Day? Anything fun? Anything sweet? Oh, maybe your, you know, your significant other? Okay, babe, I love you. So. I love you. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. doing this with me. Yes, I love you too. This is, this is definitely out of Corey's comfort zone. Probably mine too, a little bit, so. You guys did good work. Good work. Yeah, good job. <laughs> this is fun. It's a good group of people. What about like one more question? Do you have the question? Yeah, yeah, one more oh. question. Okay, one more question. <laughs> so, for Valentine's Day, what is, in your guys' opinion, the key to a to a uh, to a happy and uh, marriage, successful marriage? In your twenty-five to ten years, you guys have been together. You would say one thing for me is to not take her for granted. Mm -hmm. The longer that you're with somebody, and the more that you know that. I'm not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. Then the more comfortable you can get with that person. And then that temptation can come in to where you start taking it for granted. And you don't do the things that you did when you were courting and when you were engaged in that kind of thing. So that's something that I know I need to stay intentional about. So things like when we were dating and we'd be on the phone till, you know, the wee hours of the morning and yeah, and fall asleep. You was asleep. No, I wasn't asleep. You was asleep. But that was me caring about what she cared about, and like paying attention to her when she talked and having my undivided attention. Like as years go on, I would get tempted with not paying attention to her like that as much. So just being intentional about those kinds of things, um, I think, keeps that that spice, that fire that we was talking about. That's awesome. That's really good. I think for. Um, for me, maybe just keeping the small things, the small things and realizing that, you know, I think a lot of times in the moment you get caught up in, oh, you're doing this, this is annoys me, this, whatever. And we have these little problems, but it's like at the end of the day, remembering that, you know, we both love each other. We love the Lord. Um, we want the best for each other. Um, as opposed to, like I said, you get caught up in these things that really don't matter. Um, so just kind of, like I said, remembering we're on the same team, moving in the same direction. Um, and yeah, don't let little things become big things. Mm -hmm. That's good. Back to you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, my answer would be, um, like, I love this, like, being among community mm -hmm. of people that are walking the journey with you. And I think it's really important to surround yourself with people um, that have gone before you. I mean, still in the season with you, but have gone before you that's able to remind you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is a reminder. Like, everything that you guys just shared is a great reminder. Um, and it helps keep you in check. It helps. Keep you sharpened. Yeah, keep okay. your love alive. <clears throat> Things that you need to work on. Um, the goals that um, maybe you set in the very beginning, like Niji just said, to continue throughout your marriage. So for me, it's it's surrounding yourself with a community of people that you can talk through things with and people that will remind you of things and keep you accountable. Actually, I think for me, I'll, I'll say this. I think for me, 
and going on five years, I mean, five years is like nothing compared to 25 and 10. But um, I think one thing that I learned was um, trying to understand her as best that I can and trying to put myself in her shoes to see why does she think that she, you know, why does she think the way she thinks? Why does she feel the way she feels? Because um, I think, you know, the Bible calls me to live my life in an understanding way, you know, and I have to honor that. And I think, you know, we're not always going to see eye to eye on, you know, situations or mm -hmm. topics. But I think as long as we try to understand each other the best that we can and try to see uh, where the person is coming from, from the heart, I think it kind of alleviates a lot of stresses and arguments and um, small things, you know, bickering and stuff like that. So I think going on year number five for the next, you know, 40, 50, 60 years we have together, I think it's something that I'm learning. As a as a young married man, is trying to understand her the best that I can, mm -hmm. you know. So, <clears throat> and I'll say this: I do have one thing to say. I, I, um, for myself, um, this is something I've had to continually throughout these twenty five years be very intentional about, and that's just believing the best about him, mm -hmm. because in times of you know of a disagreement or what have you. It's um, very easy to not believe the best. And I, BJ always tells me that I have this amazing ability to believe the best about everybody. But for some reason, when he gets under my skin, or if it's something between me and him, I find it very difficult to believe the best. And so I have to, and so I always go to the worst case scenario in my mind. And that's what has caused, and, and going back to what he said before, once I communicate, and then get like an understanding of of like the, the actual situation that it hundred percent squashes the whole thing because it has usually started with me not believing the best. Right. Yeah. And so that is something that I'm still working on and we don't have very many disagreements. So for the most part, you know, we do very well, but if I could put out anything to especially younger couples, it's just believe the best about one another believe like you know this person's heart you married them and if you believe if you know their heart like um like you should at this point then you should believe the very best about your spouse yeah, they're not intentionally yeah. trying to hurt you yeah, or, right. yeah, yeah. I think that's good to go along with that too i feel like always speaking highly of your spouse right mm -hmm. especially in front of other people and to your family. I think that's something that we talked about early in our marriage is we never want to be the ones that's bashing each other. Mm -hmm. You know, of course you're going to have people that you're talking to. You're going to go through hard things. Like I'm not saying you can't talk about your spouse to anybody else, but keeping their name in a high manner and, you know, going along with that of always thinking the best about them and that they have you in their best interest. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important. It's good. Anything else? Well, thank you guys again. This was fun. Thank you for making the time yeah, um, and putting yourself out there. That's a wrap. To our listeners, that wraps up another episode of the Live Filled podcast. We hope you found valuable insights and inspiration to fuel your journey towards a vibrant, faith-filled life. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. We'll see you soon.